When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Save big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big money at Menards. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is Hemp Present. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp Present, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Paul von Hartmann is an experienced writer with a demonstrated history of working in the environmental services industry, skilled in photography, commercial diving, activism, piloting, and illustration. Paul is a strong arts and design professional with a Bachelor of Arts focused on special major, art, wildlife, behavior, and journalism with a minor in aviation from Humboldt State University. He's also a cornucopia of information about industrial hemp and the author of Cannabis Versus Climate Change, The Cannabis Interface. I'm pleased to have Paul with me today. Welcome to Cannabis Radio, my friend. Thank you, Viv. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Always, always good to talk to you. Um, you have, you're very, knowledge, very knowledgeable in cannabis in general and in, in, specifically in industrial hemp. Uh, share with us a little bit about your history. How, how were you just initially introduced to cannabis? Well, my background at Humboldt uh, was uh, included in a lot of life sciences and, and ecology and, and uh, population dynamics and such things as that. And so when I learned about all the things that hemp could do, I recognized it. The, the true motivation for prohibition was the control of the industrial <laughs> production uh, that was in competition with all of the uh, chemical processes and other unsustainable processes that we were all born into, thinking that was normal. Mm -hmm. And so having some perspective on, on the environment uh, afforded by years of, of immersion in, in wilderness and in the ocean and um, in the skies, um, you know, I became really passionate about uh, protecting that thing that, that you know, I'd been so graced with all my life in, in being a part of. And, um, you know, I just immersed myself in scholarship, um, just, you know, first of all, growing the plant <laughs> and um, studying it at the same time. You know, I mean, if you don't grow it, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But I just, you know, I, I am a photographer and so and a journalist. And so I just um, applied my my broad uh, palette of 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 skills uh, to ending prohibition because I saw that it, it was the fundamental challenge of our time uh, to do that. And it seemed like the most challenging windmill 
<laughs> to attack. <laughs> you know, we are for years, you know, I heard that climate change is 50 years away. We're going to see, you know, tangible <laughs> effects and stuff. I heard that as recent as, I don't know, I want to say maybe, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. And then now what we've seen is, you know, a kind of a rapid acceleration in real time. Uh, we're in this period called the Anthropocene, d d defined as the time of human dominance over Earth's ecosystems. Uh, with rather devastating results, a fairly recent report by the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change proclaims that climate change is happening more rapidly and more severely than scientists originally thought, uh, which, you know, we are seeing. Not surprisingly, it's the most vulnerable people on the planet already being harmed the most. In, in your opinion, how is cannabis hemp uniquely qualified to help us trans transition uh, from this petrochemical fossil fuel uh you know model to help reverse this existential threat of climate change what, what what can hemp offer humanity well hemp is the only crop that produces both complete essential nutrition and abundant clean energy from the same organic harvest in more countries around the world in less time with more environmental benefit than any other agricultural resource on the planet. <laughs> that kind of, I mean, that just sums up the rationale for focusing on cannabis as mankind's functional interface with the natural order and recognizing that cannabis solves more global problems in less time than any other strategy for healing Earth's atmosphere, soil, water, air, and wildlife. And and it does that in more than one way, right? It does oh. that, it, just the, the process of growing hemp, uh, the process of, the, uh, of it growing, the cultivation, but also in its ability to replace, reduce, or enhance uh, other crops, other uh, materials, right? Explain a few of the ways that this- Well, this primarily place. the most uh, important thing to understand is that uh, 70 years ago, the boreal forests and the marine phytoplankton produced twice the volume of atmospheric aerosol terpenes as they do today. And there's no other crop <laughs> that can replenish Earth's atmosphere with the terpenes that have been lost with the deaths of half the boreal forests and half the marine phytoplankton in the last 70 years. Cannabis is it. <laughs> and fortunately, we can also produce complete essential nutrition and abundant clean energy from the same crop that heals Earth's atmosphere with terpenes and oxygen and, and sequesters the carbon and we can lock the carbon up in durable products that we make from hemp. So, you know, it is really just the answer to everybody's prayers if we look at it objectively and understand that we're limited in time. Time is running out at an accelerating rate. And that's why the scientists are behind in their, their estimations. If people go on Vimeo and and watch my film, Cannabis Versus Climate Change, they can see me 30 plus years ago telling people 
we don't have as much time as we're being told <laughs> because the scientists aren't considering the time lags that are associated with these feedback loops. And so, you know, their awareness of where we are in the trajectory that was created before any of us were born is, is far behind. And, and we're getting further behind in our estimations, even though, um, you know, they're trying to factor in things that are really hard to measure and, and are variable. So it's hard to pin down, um, you know, the increasing UVB radiation is acknowledged to be increasing, but it's variable and um, the increases are happening at the Northern and Southern latitudes more than they are at the middle latitude. So people aren't generally uh, as aware of it as, as they might be if the increased UVB radiation was, was uh, concentrated at the middle latitudes of the planet. But the, the boreal forests and the marine phytoplankton uh, congregate at the Northern and Southern latitudes. The boreal forests at the Northern latitudes and the marine phytoplankton at the southern and northern latitudes. So um, the impact of the increasing UV on the boreal forests and the marine phytoplankton that produce these terpenes that protect the planet from the sun uh, creates a feedback loop that accelerates the, the, the increase. And that's why cannabis is so important <laughs> for us to, to replenish Earth's atmosphere with terpenes so that we don't get broiled by UVB radiation anymore <laughs> than right. we already are. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, it's UVB is more than doubled in the last 70 years. So um, it's a fundamental shift on a, a scale that's hard to, to wrap your head around. But um, Okay. I've tried to present the solutions along with the problems to keep people <laughs> moving in a positive direction. But, right. you know, we, we, we have to move in a positive direction and take a quick break, but then we're going to come right back and take <laughs> this, this uh, really critical existential discussion we're having. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get everything you need for your next project today at Menards and save big money. LP SmartSide products are the number one brand of engineered wood siding. SmartSide trim and siding offers long-lasting performance and delivers the warmth and beauty of traditional wood. Save big money today at Menards and LP SmartSide products. Plus, visit Menards.com to view the weekly flyer and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big money at Back on 100% with activist and author Paul von Hartman. Um, Paul, what we're seeing in California right now, right, is this, this devastating rain and flooding. Um, in a way, climate change, it's like a, a vicious cycle because what we need is we need to, uh, we need trees 
and we need to be growing the, the right crops and stuff to, uh, to uh, sequester the carbon. And yet what we're seeing in California is farmlands devastated, uh, soils, you know, wiped uh, away and, and all over the planet, we're seeing a, a tree die off. It's kind of like a vicious cycle that, that is exponential. Is that, is that, am I inaccurate there? No, no, that's exactly what's happening. The various feedback loops that I was referring to, you know, overlap. All systems are connected. And so once you start throwing one system out of balance, you know, it affects other systems that are related to it and integrated with it. And, you know, we've been, we've been uh, toying with these integrated systems in ways that, um, you know, we can't predict the, the effects of. When you think about the role of atmospheric aerosol terpenes uh, as cloud condensation nuclei, which they uh, go up into the stratosphere, they, they, they rise up into the stratosphere and, and nucleate bright and persistent clouds that then uh, rain and snow upon the earth. Um, also shielding the, the earth from the sun uh, with the clouds. But, you know, we have half the terpenes in the atmosphere than we had 70 years ago. And, and so the concentration of terpenes uh, has shifted away from what it was. And we can't really predict all the, the different, uh, you know, effects of that. But I suspect that you know with fewer terpenes up uh north in the in the northern latitudes um you know a lot of the moisture is probably going to wind up um falling in the the middle latitudes and that's what we're seeing is these you know atmospheric rivers um you know pummeling california and and we just don't have the uh strategy the agricultural strategies in place to limit the 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 onslaught and, and of, so of course of course you know it's it's ironic because most most cannabis enthusiasts think of terpenes as something that gives you terroir or ter, uh, flavor or, or or smell in the cannabis and maybe affect your high but we're talking about saving the planet with terpenes um <laughs> the, the the irony here is is that, that hemp grows in almost any soil and uh in, in your writings, you've suggested that hemp heals Earth's atmosphere, soil, water, air, and wildlife uh, because it can be used to photo remediate, to phytoremediate demineralized, contaminated, irradiated, uh, irradiated, and compacted and eroded soils. Can you explain that process that you describe? How does hemp phytoremediate compromised soils? And what does phytoremediate even mean? Phytoremediation means uh, plant healing and um, essentially reconditioning the ecosystem of the soil uh, that exists in balance with the microbiota, the, the, the critters that live in the soil, uh, the nutrients, uh, minerals in the soil, uh, the, the, the root structures that uh, help to uh, give soil its character, the, the humus that uh you know provides nutrition for the microbiota and you know the whole uh, ecosystem is 
one that evolved under conditions of uh, UV radiation that are, are were half of what they are now. Uh, the UV is 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 more than doubled, not only in the intensity of the UV, but also the the frequency of occurrence, the number of days per year that extreme UV is is cauterizing the, the, the planet and the soil. And what cannabis does is it produces this incredible root system that penetrates the soil uh, as deeply below the soil as it grows above the soil. And some, in some cases that can be 20, 20 feet tall, you know? So um, it's a, just a miracle of a root system. And what it does is not only does it transport uh, moisture up to the plant, uh, but it also uh, maintains soil moisture uh, beneath the surface uh, because that, that, that moisture is held in, a, in a suspension uh, rather than just evaporating out into the, the air. And uh, the microbiome benefits from that soil moisture and uh, the other plants that are planted in rotation with cannabis benefit from, you know, that soil moisture and, and the character of the, the atmosphere over that land benefits from it too. So, so Paul, we know we, we've established that cannabis is a key resource in combating, combating climate change. It seems like a no brainer, of course, but what are the primary obstacles preventing humankind from exploiting uh, what should potentially be an abundant, essential natural resource of cannabis, hemp. Inertia. It. It's just inertia. You know, we, have, we were born into an economic system that has suppressed cannabis and created mythologies around cannabis that continue to operate to this day and limit the production of a crop that is both unique and essential. And the illogic of the political reality that we were born into is maintained by the status quo and mm -hmm. the people who uh, have the, the money and the political influence want to keep it. And so we need to overcome. And, and the cor corporate dominance, right, on, the, the, sure. on this pre-existing model, this market system that we have. Uh, certainly the petrochemical companies have us by the, you know, short curlies. Sure. Uh, and they bought our politicians. Now our government's for sale to the highest bidder. Um, I, I look around sometimes, you know, the, the, the generations that are going to be living in an arguably a, a dystopian hellscape are <laughs> distracted. They're, they're busy. They're not going to probably be listening to this podcast. They're going to be on Instagram and uh, TikTok and stuff and comparing hair color and, you know, people's dancing moves and stuff. Sometimes I look around and I think, my God, you know, I think we're fucked. Uh, well, we you know, fucked? do we have time to turn this around or are we, is it, I mean, are we, are maybe. we pissing in the wind here? Jousting at windmills? Is you know, the saveable? thing is, uh, you know, spring will be here in a minute and, and this planting season is another opportunity for us to, to thread the needle, but we're definitely on course, uh, for either cascading systems failures or a nonlinear extinction level event. And the longer we wait, the more likely it is that we're going to see 
you know, what the IPCC has warned us about, the, the nonlinear extinction level events or the cascading systems failures, what I refer to as irreversible systemic collapse. Environmental disintegration, right? Well, you know, it's environmental, economic, social, and social. Food scarcity. Those are the three legs of the stool that we're standing on. We're looking at severe <laughs> food scarcity, lack of, of drinkable water, uh, which is going to cause, of course, mass migration um, yeah. from, from you know, the equatorial areas of the world. We're looking at a complete breakdown of the social order if this isn't addressed. Do you agree? Well, we are already in the initial stages of it since, you know, it's 1% versus 99%, uh, which is an imbalance that can't uh, continue. But, you know, the, the military industrial complex that is in uh, service to the status quo uh, to maintain the control of unevenly distributed finite toxic resources, um, you know, is another um, potential ally in turning the 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 paradigm around, because um, the the best way to to eliminate war is to defund the warmongers. And the minute people understand that there is an alternative to fossil fuels, then the value of those resources will begin to go down. And because cannabis is uniquely qualified to eliminate our dependence on fossil fuels, because it's the only crop that produces complete essential nutrition and abundant clean energy from the same harvest, um, then you know, we can begin to work in that direction and say, okay, look, if you're not growing cannabis for seed and stock, then you are food and energy insecure because whatever you depend upon for those things now may not be available very soon for a variety of reasons. Right, right. Well, we're going to thread the needle to another break and then come back with our, our final uh, our final conversation with Paul Van Hartman. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Save big this summer with great deals. All in the Kroger app. Get red, green, or black juicy seedless grapes for $1.88 per pound with your card and a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free delicious 12 packs of Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are back on 100% with Paul Hartman. Um, Paul, you know, uh, we have uh, more, well, we have more industrial uh, cultivation of cannabis in America than we've ever had because we have this new uh, retail arg arguable legalization model uh, in multiple states. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of indoor cannabis cultivation happening. And is it true that it's not only a carbon footprint disaster to be growing cannabis uh, indoors under lights, but also that cannabis is not being fully utilized in its ability to, uh, to uh, you know, regenerate soil? And how about the terpene? Is there, is there any loss of the terpene uh, factor with indoor Certainly. cultivation? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, terpenes are sticky. <laughs> and, you know, if they can make it through the, the, the 
system out into the atmosphere, um, you know, through the, the the various charcoal filters and such right. uh, that people uh, use. Yeah, the, you know, the, very, the very scent, the very scent that people are trying to filter from going outside are the terpenes. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but the more importantly, which which really. Uh, um, People need to understand that prohibition tweaked the the contemporary cannabis culture badly. It it drove the price of sensimia up through the the ceiling, and I mean I I I was <laughs> more than happy about about you know the four thousand dollar pounds back when when I was uh, in the business. But um, well, I I let me tell you I had a lot of teeth fixed based on that market model. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, it was abundance. You know, you go up into the into the Trinities in the heyday of of the Emerald Triangle, uh, and you know, beautiful health food store, and and you know, everybody was driving nice cars and, and nice trucks mostly. But uh, you know, it was an it was a prosperous uh, community model, and um, the 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 unfortunate thing is now we need to grow cannabis um to produce seed and so that means a lot of pollen in the air and a lot of unhappy sensimia farmers uh who haven't figured out how to to shield their their plants and so you know that's a process that we need to overcome and recognize that you know that 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 model of production doesn't serve you know future generations And it also, you know, opens the door for the cartels to come in and have these huge plantations because, you know, cartels are not going to grow anywhere where somebody's growing, uh, you know, industrial hemp. It just, you know, seeded bud uh, goes for a lot less on the on the market, as as we all know. And so the best thing that could happen for the sensimia growers is if they can figure out how to grow sensimia right next to a hemp field because it can be done but people need to understand that we need to grow hemp to produce seed and and energy paul we're running out of time i want, I want a few more quick questions uh to try to squeeze in because we really yeah, sure. only have about a minute and a half to talk um what are your thoughts on the potential for biodegradable hemp derived plastics uh, in terms of replacing or reducing petrochemical based plastics, which we know is a, another catastrophe? Well, that's all part of the uh, complex that can include the production of energy and the, uh, the, the food production models that can be centralized into a complex that has many income streams from the same harvest. And so the biodegradable plastics and the other uh, durable goods that can be made from hemp um, can be very efficiently produced. And uh, the scale of production is determined by the urgency to heal the atmosphere. So the abundance of industrial feedstock will drive the (laughs) the prices of all these things way down along with the efficiency of production. So it's a, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. And um, the consumer, especially, because, you know, you think about all the steps involved in in producing plastic, um, you know, as opposed to just growing it right, you know, down the road at the local hemp farm. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty obvious. 
Well, Paul, this is just, you know, this is like, well, this might be the most important conversation taking place in America to, right <laughs> at this moment. Seriously, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, who else is talking about this right now? Uh, this is a potential avenue to save the planet with a, 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 an abundant, natural, renewable, regenerative resource. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I, mean, I really actually want to have you back because I think there's so much more that we could talk about this. So you, would you be open to coming back on the show and, and continuing this conversation soon? Yes, of course, Vivian. I always appreciate uh, talking with you and, and sharing you know, what I have to, to offer to the, to the mix, you know, it takes, it takes all of us to do this. And I just really want right. to say thank you to you for your lifelong dedication to this as well. You know, I mean, you've been in the trenches okay, more than, than most. <laughs> all right. Well, Paul Von Hartman, thank you for being on the show today. Hempy trails, my brother. Hempy trails to you too, bro. That concludes this installment of Hempers on Cannabis Radio, the Hempers intro music is Seven Mile Beach from Joanne Rand and the outro music is Take Back the Plant from Stickerbush. See you next week. Stay strong. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.